and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, and if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Gris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason K, Eric R, Oak just gonna sneak right past you there, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Licky Dopez, Alex K, Mordine, Doma Elaka, Dr. Grinis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Marab Syndrome, Fig Tear, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, and Fire Down. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 120. We've reached Shrain, and the guard at the entrance tells us we should stay at a place called the Aching Bones, also that we must stay in the Central District, else face consequences. We go to the inn and meet the innkeeper named Hamankar Onshan. We rent two rooms for a week, which we don't really intend to use, we're just going to put a mansion in one of them. Nidek and Jeb do some information gathering and find three ways we could gain enough influence to get into the Forbidden District. Basically, by buying and selling a bunch of stuff, gladiatorial things, and performing with the Red Circus. We start by selling a ton of shit and also buy some very expensive items. Afterwards, a drow vampire named Lavakar Shrain introduces himself and thanks us for our business. He offers us an invitation to visit him sometime. He also offers a favor and suggests we go to the Red Circus. Once back at the room, Corey asks us to help her get revenge. We tentatively agree. The next day, before we go shopping again, we meet a Zulgath who is a ghoul and apparently knows the wizard. This ghoul Zulgath wants us to kill all the Shrains. We agree. We pick up with us deciding to head back to the market. So where are we going now? To the market. Oh yeah, we gotta buy that uncommon room. Yeah, it'll take us to the side and put it on once we've got them, if we can find them, but... Tyler, you want a society check to find it? Or are you just gonna find it? No, I would like a society check for it. You know, how many can we find? 42. 42. You're able to find at least uh, two implacable runes if you were so willing to buy both of them. Do we need two? I'd take one. Does Jeb want one? What am I putting on my fucking place? Do you have a spot for a property rune on your armor? Mm, I picked up an armor because my other armor broke, so I'm not even sure what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a plus one resilient bone armor. Only plus one? Looks like it. I don't know how long I've been doing this, but I haven't been wearing armor for, like, sessions. <laughs> Has it been ever since I broke your last armor? Yeah, yeah, because I never equipped that bone armor that I said I was going to equip. Oh, my god! It says that you have it equipped. I just put it on. Oh, you literally just equipped I've been at 34 on. AC for, like, sessions. <laughs> I mean, we haven't been in a lot of combat since then, I don't think, so... Oh, that's fucking hilarious. But yeah, I just have a plus one resilient, because I literally just took that bone armor. We should upgrade that. How much is Brilliant to plus two greater resilient? That might be a little spendy. It's not that... I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not that bad. It's not that super high level. So I think plus two is like level 11 or 12 or something. Mm, I think it's 14 or 15, actually, the plus two resilient. Is it? Greater resilient. Well, the greater yeah. resilient might it's be... 4,500 gold. I don't need that. We'll just kill someone and take it. <laughs> I've been going this long without armor, so... <laughs> 4,500 for, like, new ones or to upgrade his shit? I mean, for brand new ones. He's got plus one resilient right now. It's only 500, so it'd be four grand to upgrade. That's not that bad. Plus 1,200 for the implacable room. 5,200. 5, yep. 
to get him up to peach pie armor? To get him up to good armor? Do we have that much? Spencer, do you have gold left? Yeah. How much? Twelve. I mean, not enough. <laughs> I mean... I know I said that with a lot of confidence, but... <laughs> <laughs> and when I say twelve gold, that, I mean that twelve... Is gold. I mean twelve silver. Yeah. I have exactly zero so gold. Zero so one gold. Yeah. One gold. Yeah, I hear it. One, one point. One point two gold. Well, I, I got eight silver, six copper. I can give you. I'm wearing a fortune. <laughs> that helps. Also true. I mean, you broke my hide, but it's still valuable, right? I mean, you still have all the runes from it, right? Because I mean, yeah. So we would just trade that, in that for the new stuff. Do you want the hide or do you want the bone? I mean, it's the same thing, I think. But the bone sounds dope. Yeah, so you already got plus one resilient. Plain resilient, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. She's Nidex armor's better than yours. Yeah. I feel, I don't know why I, I actually, should have her up. I, I actually have pretty good, pretty, I got like Elven Chain. He shit. has the worst armor in the group right now. Yeah, because they keep breaking it. <laughs> it's happened once. You broke my weapon. You broke me. You oh. fucking killed all my friends. <laughs> Ooh, it's all coming out now. I thought you we haven't taken my life. I mean, right here. he just killed me and David, so that, that happened. And Swanee. Yeah, you're just dead. That feels okay, but he's made me live with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's true. You just keep crippling your character. <laughs> Oh, man. Nidek's got money. He can pay for all of it. Damn. Nidek. Big spender. I shouldn't even have the money. I feel like this is just like, (laughs) this is Nidek's way of saying, like, you guys are helping me kill that guy. Like, he's he's tricking me and he's tricking me into service. You guys literally split money with me that That you made before I was part of the group. (laughs) You gave me a staff that's worth 9,200 gold. That's right, that that, uh, actual healing staff. The staff of healing tree. That's a good point. Yeah, That's a really good point. Like, like Nidex already way better off than he started when he first met you guys. (laughs) So I'm adding an ace, I'm making it a plus two greater resilient. With, um... With implacable. implacable. Jesus. So after uh, after you all go spend some more money in the antiquities quarter, it doesn't take too long. Let's say it takes the first half of the day to find the runes that you're looking for. Although it is going to take a day to change those things over, isn't it? Yeah, we're not going to be able to do that right away. Okay. We don't have to rush to the Red Circus, do we? We're not, like, on a timeline right now. So I guess it's going to be the next day and I get a, and we get an RP again. I suppose that's true. Fuck it. Take a day. So as then you spend your day shopping and preparing, at the end of your day two in Shrain, as you're leaving the Antiquities Quarter, a man you met yesterday approaches you. Ah, I see that you've come to inject more wealth into my quarter. So nice to see you all again. Hello, Lavicon. You were just so nice yesterday, I figured. Uh, let's go spend some more money. And he bows graciously. I thank you for doing just that. I would like to tell you that I've notified Zyra Nyrinda of your desire to speak with them. You'll need to gain some more notoriety before they will see you. But I would like to let you know... Oh, Lavikar, you're such an NPC. <laughs> we, we were going to go to the Red Circus today, but uh, got sidetracked with uh, some new armor. 
Shopping is always a pleasurable activity, is it not? Well, yeah. Who doesn't love throwing around some money? <laughs> I like you very much. Very much. That was good. That was very good voice, Dad. That was very good. <laughs> I like you very much. <laughs> Please, you may come back any time that you would like to my quarter. If you would like to sit down and have some, well, I'd say dinner, but truly for me it would be drinks, I might be able to procure some standard mortal fare. I'm very interested in your group. I just asked him to make me a vampire. Then I really could be the clown eternal. <laughs> Peach Pie would be an awesome vampire. I think Peach Pie would that'd be a fun clown vampire. You're just drinking someone and you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can, yeah. be, a, we can be an enemy or like an NPC or something in Bloodboards. <laughs> just like a oh, random 20th yes. level clown. <laughs> Rolls into clown vampire. <laughs> well, I'm sure we could make something, something work out. You must be staying at the Aching Bones, my sources tell me. Is that true? Well, that is where the guard told us to go. Still think he gets a kickback, but... If you're to spend money as a mortal in this place, the Aching Bones truly would be the most comfortable. I will send a messenger there when I've made plans. Sounds good, Navicall. Sounds like you know how to get a hold of us, so... I do. Have a wonderful evening. And he bows and just disappears. He might almost be charming if he weren't so vile. That is how most people get by down here, I think. I suppose so. Are we going to kill him as well? I think so. We were told all of Shrey. Yeah, like everyone <laughs> around us right now. All right. People just overhearing us say that. Like that guy. Like, well, <laughs> 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 that oh, God. No, no, they don't. They don't mean. Like, don't mean killing it. everybody. <laughs> don't mean Knock them dead, as in, like, the circus performance. <laughs> they're gonna kill it. That's what they're saying. They're gonna slay you with laughter. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Peach Pie pulls out a pie and hits Nidek in the face with it. Say... Thanks, Peach Pie. <laughs> the people around you look nervous. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It's better than your skin falling off, I think. I don't know. It's falling off my face kind of like my skin does sometimes. You like twitches? <laughs> it's like as a cream the visual falls visual was, <laughs> was very much the same. <laughs> all right. So you all make your way back to the aching bones. Um, do you want to stop by the bar before you head back into uh, the room? Or you just want to call it, t- call it for the night? No. Call it for the night. I don't know why I was being so definitive with that. I no. don't care. But let's, just keep, let's just, just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So if you, you make your way back to uh, the Aching Bones, into your room, the second night in Shrain. It does worry me that he keeps like being so specific about like what the nights are, what the days and nights are. Anything specific that you're going to be doing this day? At the end of it, at least? So is what's-his-face covered in scars and marks Kufar? Also, Kufar? Absolutely. In fact, we talked about this a little bit last time. Uh, you thought that maybe a lot of his scars and the scarifications that he had were maybe from just him being a guard or maybe at the the abuse of the Erdevans. Oh, that's right. I remember that conversation. But there's a good chance that a lot of the branding that he has are actually slave brands. 
So I, I guess I'd ask him if he wants to get rid of them. Get rid of the thing that calls me as property? Of course. Is that something that you're capable of doing? Wait, of course it is. But did you not see what we did with with Cor? I just a tattoo removalist now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I did it. Jesus. Oh, I th- oh yeah. You ever generate on the? Th- I forgot. Yeah. On the staff. Divine yeah, I caster. It was mine. But no, I have it. I have regenerate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really have a way to necessarily repay you, Nidek. Um, is that uh, something that you're willing to do for me? When I wake up in the morning, I'll have the spell back, so... <laughs> it's, it really ain't a lot of work. <laughs> it, it, it ain't much cost. It's really interesting. Uh, y- yes. Uh, y- yes. I'll take it. Yeah, because he's a, a tiefling, right? Correct. He's, a, he's alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, yeah. Nidek will cast regenerate on him. As all the the scars and all of the mortification of his flesh begin to close and smooth out, he he looks at himself and he's got that deep purple tiefling skin. He smiles widely. Probably the first time you've actually seen him truly widely smile and not be drunk at the same time. Thank you. Thank thank you, Nidek. Thank you all. I I owe you more than I could even say. I don't know how to repay you, or if I can repay you, but thank you. Probably should have done it earlier. I mean, did it for core right away, but <laughs> yes, you know, come slipped our minds. <laughs> Some people aren't ready to give that stuff up right away. I think being here in this place, as I am now, this feels vindicating. Thank you. Do you need to become a clown too now? What? No. I'll just stay in the, in the mansion until you're ready to go. I see, I see sure. David like nodding vigorously in the background. Like, yes, you should be a clown. clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's his. Uh, he's not a vampire. He just makes people clown. <laughs> the clown pyre. The, the dread clown peach pie. <laughs> I'm not the real peach pie. The man before me wasn't the real peach pie either. <laughs> That's how you become Very the cloudy good. turtle. Very good. I like All that. right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. The night passes in the mansion uneventfully. 8, 8.30 the next morning when this guy comes back and we haven't done anything yet. Yeah. 8.30 <laughs> in the morning, you come back and you come out of the mansion. Again, that same Zolgath wearing that same deep red hood stands from where they were waiting for you from the bed. Oh, hey. Hello. You want to come eat breakfast? I don't eat your food. I'm pretty sure the guys in my mansion can make anything. Can they produce the corpses of intelligent creatures? Find out. Interesting question. Could you use the mansion to feed a ghoul? I mean, they produce the corpses of once living other creatures. Why not a person? I mean, that's that is a really interesting question. Not likely really something they were considering. Question. Yeah, super disturbing, <laughs> right? But not something that they were taking into consideration when they were writing. Yes, that, that so spell. so we have quail, we have steak, we have Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you do have to cast the mansion spell once every day. It makes sense for it to take place in the morning. Do you want to test it out? I mean, that depends. What's, what answer are you going to give us? <laughs> I would say, I, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, it could make a room that could make sunlight for moonlight. So. Yeah. 
That seems like way less of an ask than this is, though. <laughs> I'm just saying it can obviously do unusual things. Yeah, that's true. It, but can it make an intelligent creature? Can it make a dead intelligent creature? Oh, the mansion is stocked with enough food to serve a nine-course banquet to 150 people. Is this ghoul a people? Yeah. Of course he is, racist. And I think the answer to that is yes. <laughs> the Book of the Dead just came out. Yeah, like, literally just came out. Think, think of uh, the spell Magnificent Mansion with a party of entirely undead folks. They need... That's all they'd want. They, they, they obviously needs to accommodate. Ethical, free-range human. I mean, it does not say banquet to 150 living people. It, yeah, it does not say living creatures. <laughs> wow, that kid, this, is getting, this is getting We weird. invite him in and feed him Jeff. Is it always hey. Jeff or is like tomorrow Carl? And <laughs> yeah. Like, then I mean, like, come on. We don't name the quail. <laughs> right. It's true. Oh my Human God. body one. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> this got really <laughs> fucked up really fast. <laughs> Doesn't it always? It always does. It always does. Uh, I mean, we, we've had people do a bar guest for a while, and this isn't that true. Of a stretch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, this isn't that big of a stretch. Those were even real people. This is like strange, mansion-created, extra-dimensional fake people. Like metaphysical fake. Lab-grown meat. Um. Well, that's a... Where, where were we? <laughs> Uh, inviting <laughs> breakfast, uh, inviting the we nameless were. Zolgath uh, ghoul into your mansion. You should demand his name. I'm not demanding shit. Need to know his name to let him in. Yeah, his name. Put him on the door guest list. No, I'm just gonna be like this guy. This guy. Just point to it while you're casting. You don't want to know his name, like blind, blind ghoul Zolgath guy. I don't care about his name. Fair. Eating is a very. Touchy topic for me. I would rather pass. We go through all that for you to pass? Yes, Jeb. We, we won't watch. You can just be in private. And it's not even real people. It's mansion stuff. Well, don't tell him that. That's probably why he's not going to be hungry. Oh, sorry to spoil it. <laughs> I'm alright. It's like tofu. Um, but I really came here to ask you to verify. You've had a day to think about it. How do you feel about wiping out an entire bloodline? I, I don't think we need to think about it very much at all. I, I, we've thought about it, and yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty indifferent. I think everybody else is pretty cool with it, though. I mean, I think I fall along the indifferent line, but... Murdering's my game! Let's go! They're incredibly evil, and they're slavers. I am fine with killing them. Then, wait for Zeranus communication to you then, Obron. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Okay. We will tell you what is needed, when it is needed. I see that you've already... Wait, now we're taking orders from somebody else? Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, do you want to sneak into the dwellings of every Shrain noble in order to do this? Or would you rather just kidnap one of them? I think it's more the issue of you saying that, like, you're demanding something from us. Oh, we can continue without you. Oh, okay. I mean, we told you we were pretty indifferent, so... <laughs> we'll be involved if it seems to work. Bye. Strange mortals turns and walks out of the motel room. 
You guys went from being super gung-ho about it to, you can't give me orders. He started to be an all fucking Ocean Eleven on it. <laughs> nah, bitch. Like, like, you came to us asking for help. Don't then make demands of me. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, that just happened. Dawn of Day 3. What's the plan? Red Circus. Let's do it. Yep, let's go. Heading to the Red Circus. Do so you make your way across the central district and on your way through to the central district you go to the east side it's not actually too far away from the aching bones as you approach the red circus you see in between some of the buildings a little farther away larger than the biggest big top that you've ever seen the red circus stands among the central district's buildings The gigantic oval bowl inside of the Red Circus tent, which is clearly seen as the canvas walls are raised. As you get closer, you hear the cheers and the distant roarings of a crowd. At nine o'clock in the morning, they're already going? Damn. They're already going. And there's a main entrance gate, and it does say in big, bright red letters, the Red Circus. And you see a big, chained lockbox surrounded by two hulking zombies wearing festive clown clothing. Incongruously to what they're wearing, the zombies are slack-jawed and holding huge cudgels at their side, taking payments from people as they enter the Red Circus grounds. Well, don't see that every day. Do you guys walk up to the front gate? Yeah, definitely. As you walk up to the front gate, one of the zombies holds his hands out, and then an undercommon says, Entrance fee, five gold apiece. I don't have that. Is this where the entertainers go? Or is there another door? Everyone goes through this door. I know all the entertainers. You are not an entertainer. Five gold apiece. We do not charge enough. We, we want to be one. Where, where do I go to sign up? You'll have to talk to Zavazek for that. Okay, how do we do that? I would have to call for Zavazek for that. Five gold. I hand them five gold. Isn't Zavazek expecting us? Zavazek doesn't expect anything. And Zavazek expects everything. And he puts his hands like half-heartedly up in the air. As he's, like, trying to be flamboyant about it. Here at the Red Circus, anything is possible. I thought What's-His-Face talked to two people for us already. He talked to his sisters, not not this guy. Who are his sisters again? I don't know, I got their names. Z- Zorinda and... Zyra and Narinda. Zyra and There's too many fucking Zs. There's a lot of Zs going on, that's for sure. The big hulking zombie just kind of, like, shuffles, spins. As he turns around, you see that strapped to his back is this little tiny zombie on little stubby legs. And the big hulking zombie looks over his shoulder and says, You might want to get Zavazek, little guy. Run along. He might want to meet the new performers. And he pulls the tab on the on the back of this backpack. And this little zombie comes out and hits the ground, does a quick salute, and says, Aye, aye! And then runs off into the distance. 
And then the big hulking zombie turns and looks at you again. Some drool goes down his lip. You'll have to wait unless you want access to the performers. Five gold apiece. You look like a clown. I'm a bouncer in clown's clothing. Can you juggle? No. Would you like to learn? Not really. Oh. Okay. (laughs) After a couple of minutes of uh, speaking with the hulking zombie, the little tiny skittering zombie goes back up and starts climbing the tree trunk legs of this huge massive hulking creature and then shimmies back into the little backpack and then settles in and shortly behind walks this drow this youthful looking drow man with just the most machiavellian thin handlebar mustache a deep purple coat with golden tassels coming off of these golden epaulets, a high I color. like this guy. We're going to have to kill this guy, too? I refuse. He's got these just deep blue aqua pools for eyes, and he looks young and dashing and suave. And He, comes he looks like a dandy. That's what he looks Say, like. Does he look looks like a dandy. terrible with that mustache. Aww. <laughs> And he comes up and he just goes, So, I was told that there would be new performers coming to try out for the Red Circus. Who are you? Hello. We're the Circus of Wayward Wonders-ish. <gasps> A competing circus? Not here. Not in my train. What are you doing Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Well, really, we're just a couple representatives of the circus. The circus is up on the surface and won't be coming down here. You needn't worry. Surface dwellers? Oh, you traveled here from the surface, huh? Just to see your red circus, it is so said that it is great. He rubs his chin thoughtfully and kind of twirls his mustache a little bit. Well, the Red Circus is quite popular down here. I would only imagine that my repute would make its way to the surface in time. Have you come to steal trade secrets from me? No. What have you come to do? I was told by the little zombie that you would like to perform, but now you're telling me that you're a rival circus? No, no, we're just here to take part in your circus. To take part in my circus. If if possible. The prestige and fame that would come from performing at the Red Circus would certainly help your meager... I'm sorry, what was it called again? The Wayward Circus of Blunders. No wonder. What a terrible name. I didn't want him to sue us. <laughs> well, if you've come for pointers and tips, you may have come to the right place. But, how about a price? Well, uh, we were kind of interested in, you know, like the gladiator fights and stuff. Ha! 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 As their manager, I, you know. I see. Well, I don't see any real good way that you could have gotten to Shrain here in the Darklands from the surface if you weren't Worthing Combatants. You read my mind. What's your name? And he reaches his hand out to Nidek. My name is Zavizek. I'm Nadek. Nice to meet you. 
Nice to meet you. And as you grab onto his hand, it looks smooth and like, uh, you know, young skin. But as you grip his hand, you can feel that it clearly it's bone. Your hand goes through a, an illusion to grip bone. Yep. And a little of my skin falls off on his hand when he pulls away. God, you guys, everything's so disgusting. This, imagine when we're in Blood Lords. It's all going to be like this and worse. <laughs> well, if you've come to participate in the gladiatorial combats, truly, you've read my mind. If you're going to prove yourself here and provide entertainment for my guests, I would be willing to share some secrets with you. Perhaps go backstage with some of my sideshow performers and gain some tricks. I mean, as you can see, all we really have right now is a clown, so... The colorful wizard looks like he might draw a crowd. No, I'm, I'm not much of a performer. He's good at blowing things up, that's about it. He's yeah, the pyrotechnics. What they're saying. Boom. Also the band leader, somehow? Yes, I also lead the band. I also bark out front sometimes. I'll give you my first piece of advice. Have more confidence, damn it. Now come in, come in. <laughs> Neat waves you past the gates. The big zombie shuffles aside. And as you're walking in, you see this gigantic oval bowl that is built into multiple tiers that contain hundreds of seats. And you can see that it's currently hosting a gladiatorial match. And this audience roars as you enter as two warriors, a nimble Darrow and a warty purple-skinned troll face off against each other. As you're watching, the Darrow seems to be the better combatant, ducking and dodging the troll's huge claws with ease. But suddenly, as the smaller fighter is launching into a series of attacks, the troll trips on his own feet and accidentally crushes the smaller combatant beneath a flailing fist, ending the fight in a splatter of blood and cheers raised from the audience as the gore and viscera spreads throughout the floor of the gladiatorial arena. Good show, good show. I know I picked up the troll for a good reason. <laughs> See, this is the ring that you may find yourselves in. Are all of you combatants or is just one of you protecting everyone? You, hardy dwarf, you look like you must be the guard for this circus of wayward blunders. Yeah, I kill things. What's up? I'm Jeb. Would you like to be the combatant in the arena? I get to kill that troll? No, the troll is a one-a-day thing. The troll will be going back to get some rest and he will go up against another combatant tomorrow. I... Puts a, hand, a finger to his nose and taps it. I have many adversaries for you to face up against. What are the rules? Don't die and kill the other combatant. <laughs> so magic is allowed. Of course. You you do have an eye there, friend. He is uh, our main attraction. The main attraction when it comes to when it comes to fighting. Oh, the fighting attraction. You have a, a pit as well, then. Yes. I mean, you know, little of this, little of that. Nidek actually has no idea. He just got kind of <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. He's just like looking at him like, what? When did we get a fighting pit? As you guys are being walked around the edge of the uh, Red Circus tent pavilion here, you'll notice that there are several different sideshow performers that are all over the place here. You've got... Uh, sideshow Bob! 
gets to give you some examples. There's uh, there's some clowns, but they're skeletons with clown paintings on their skulls, and they're just kind of going around and pulling bones off each yes. other. Yes! Smacking, and then they Yes! Oh my god! Bones. Juggling their own femurs and shit. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Uh, then you've got this uh, this uh, rope that is hanging from the ceiling, and this aerialist that's shrouded in all black is doing deft maneuvers up and down this rope, flips and daring feats of agility. You even see some really strange creatures here. You look like you look at what might be some sort of fungus leshy that's made of toadstools and has this big smile painted on one of its mushrooms that's just tumbling around. Interestingly, the the toadstool leshy doesn't really have many audience members standing around watching them. There are many different types of performers. And as you're passing by to get through to the uh, back entrances that you can see is a stairwell that's leading down, Zavazek looks and says, I think that the tumbling toadstool might find a better place in your blunder circus than he does here. He doesn't pull much of a crowd. There's a lot of mushrooms down in the Darklands, and, well, they're just not that interesting. We're going to put him up against a golem in a few days. We'll see how he survives in the gladiatorial pits. He'll at least provide entertainment then. Wait, you put the circus performers who aren't good at performing into death pits? What if they're not combatants? Well, if they don't perform when they're, you know, doing their tricks on the sideshows, then they'll perform by entertaining our crowds with their blood and guts. This sounds like a plot hook. I feel like this Leshy must have a circus card. That was a very good straight face, Tyler. Was it? I tried. I was watching. <laughs> I was trying. See what I could catch. Which, which t- what type of leshy was it? A uh, fungus leshy. Fungus leshy. But that's for another three days. He might have a chance to come and actually start drawing some crowds. He's like a tumbling mushroom mime. He's not terribly interesting, to be frank. That sounds extremely interesting. Though I do have a niche interest in such things. I would imagine that the Blundering Circus would have some sort of very niche audiences. Look, you'll get many good tips from me here. Tip number one. Audiences love violence. As you'll see shortly. Come. Actually, I think that was tip number two. I'm the one giving the advice here. Shut your face. The first tip was my dude. <laughs> Good God. And it was just the tip. <laughs> Our audiences always seem to run when violence starts. You surface dwellers truly are strange. I'll say that much. Yes. Well, come down here to the preparation ring. Unfortunately, the most recent combatant that we had lined up next here became suddenly unavailable. One of my zombies ate him. It was unfortunate I had to kill the zombie, and I lost the combatant. But these things happen. Well, we have Jebediah. Am I gonna fucking get eaten? You're gonna have to let me MC his entrance. I don't think people can hear you. Just move on. Yes, that's probably best. <laughs> Jebediah, I slip you a mist form elixir greater. Oh, shit. Does that mean I have displacement? It does. The concealment? Yuck. Concealment, yeah. They have to roll a five to hit you. 
So as you come down into the uh, the preparation area, as you go underground, there's a you know a rope in front of the stairs that lead down into where the uh, combatants prepare. Uh, there's nobody down here right now. It's just the four of you and Zavazak. And he says, well, since you're going to be next up on the roster, I'll give you your pick. You have three different fights that you can choose from. There are four Urdefin hunters fighting for their own freedom. Two of the elite hunters of the Darklands, the Gogateth. Oh, those are the spider fuckers. Those are the spider fuckers, yep. Oh, my personal favorite, the three-headed Mukradi. Do that one. I want to fucking do You could crush the four. You could crush the four Zolgaths or uh, or Defin so easily. You just kill them from range and shit. I'll fuck a fucking three-headed monster. Sad clown, I saw you handing your dwarf an elixir of some kind. I will allow this as long as you do not participate during the combat. But if you decide to only have one combatant, if more of you would like to join in the combat, I suppose I can allow that. It's just not quite as. Exciting. Well, you said there were four Deathin in one. That's true. There come as a package deal. Unfortunately, it's very difficult to keep the Ordefin separate and alive. Heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what will it be? I have three open slots. As in, I have three fights to fill. So, you talk about having people help. Uh, what about summoning people? Is that that's still just me, or does that count as two people? As long as they're summoned with the will of your own magics, then I suppose we can let that stand. I would like to propose a side bet. Just between us? Circus to blunders? Circus to circus, yes. Interesting. You have my attention, sad clown. What is that toadstool Leshy worth to you in his death, do you think? Entertainment value for the audience. Right, but a monetary value. Monetary If you had to choose one. Hmm. Interesting. Are you asking to buy my performance from me? A wager. A wager? I will wager 500 of my gold... To your toadstool leshy performer, that we four will survive in the gladiatorial combats. Hmm. If you win, you get my 500 gold. If I win, I get your toadstool leshy performer before he dies. I've been having many, many of my regulars. Who have been very excited to see the toadstool smashed. <laughs> He's been doing uncommonly well against many of the combatants. Those spores that he emits. Well, let's just say that it's not exactly for a very riveting fight. But the golem. Oh, we've been having many regulars waiting for that golem fight with the leshy. I'll tell you what. Make it a thousand gold and you have a wager. Seven hundred fifty. 800. Deal. He holds out a hand. Like I just got swindled. We were going to go for 2k. (laughs) All four of you survive your combat. Have you decided your loadouts? Who's fighting whom? It is decided, yes. Then the first round will be against the Urdefin Hunters. 
I present to you the oracle who is, I can't quite tell, alive or dead. Wait, no. Is he alive? Is he dead? Nobody knows he's Nidek. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, I take it back. That was absolutely horrible. <laughs> you should probably write down what you're going to say first. Yes, I will do so. All right. That was point number three, and it was well taken, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> Nidek, is it? Up against the Erdefin Hunters. Interesting. You seem like a little miniature version of the Erdefins. I, I have been compared to that before, yes. Hmm. I can spin that. I can spin that. All right. Let's get the first fight done, then. The door to the arena is over here. You will hear me announce you, and when you do, make your entrance as flashy as you dare. Good luck! And he leaves. All right. So points of order here. Let's talk first about what pre-combat prep you will be doing for this fight. I don't really have a lot I want to do before. Like, my opening thing I want to do is casting a one-action focus spell. Oh, okay. Like, okay. his, like, flashy thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Just gonna drop you right into the first stage of the curse, too, yeah? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm trying to make it interesting, you know? They can see, like, my skin start to... You're disgusting. Like, my bones start to protrude <laughs> and skin start to run off. <laughs> That's gonna be perfect. All right, all right. I do have four Mistform Elixirs, so I can give one to each person. Okay. So, Nidek, I give you a Mistform Elixir. A greater Mistform Elixir, you have concealment. How long does that last? I think it's five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes? Yes. It'll be fine. 50 rounds. Then, if that's the case, let's go ahead and I'm going to do something on my end here. Won't you, let's go for a roll for initiative now, just so we can get it out there. Assume I can't really do stealth if I'm trying to be flashy, so we'll go with the 37. All right, so we're on the board. Okay, okay. All right, Nidek, the uh, the door into the arena is a big iron-banded door, and you can hear the crowd on the other side, and there's a little slot that you can look through to kind of see into the arena. And as you look into the sandy floor of the arena, you can see that there is a uh, troop of skeletons wearing the clown makeup all over their skulls and the brightly painted bones are uh, cleaning up some of the dead pieces of the Darrow that was out there that just got murdered by the uh, The dead pieces of Darrow. Uh, So So that's their version of sending the clowns? (laughs) (laughs) Sending the skellies. (laughs) After the arena gets cleaned, the crowd is getting excited. And you see at the far end on a podium above the walls of the gladiatorial pit, you see Zavizek standing and he throws his hands wide. And as he does, the crowd just roars for him and he basks in it. He looks like he's just loving it. And he says, Well, Well, my my audience! audience. His voice projects throughout the entire arena easily. He must be using some sort of magical projection. Are you you ready ready for for your your next blood bath here at the Red Circus? 
Good. Then, meet on this side. The group of the deadly hunters from outside of Shrain. We caught these four Erdathans scouting out your beautiful city. We overcame them. And they will never take down our walls. In fact, they are so insignificant to us that we will use them for blood sport today. These four are fighting for their freedom. And if they beat their combatants, we will release them back into the desert where they can live or, most likely, die. The doors on the opposite side swing open, and the four come in. Two of them have their Raka swords out. Two of them are wielding their bows, and they look like they're ready. One of the Erdefans holding a bow actually goes to point up at Zavazek, who is standing right above that entrance area. And he just goes, oh, not today. And he waves his hand, and this blue energy field enshrouds him. And as the arrow is loosed, it just tinks off of the shield. And he says, if you want your freedom, you will be fighting our next combatant. And he just brushes off the assassination attempt by the gladiatorial combatant. Next, a visitor from the surface world, the manager of a circus group that has come to my door. Come to the Red Circus for advice, because the blundering circus that this man manages could really use some help. This dead, undead, halfling, tiny or deafen, you make the decision. It's Nidek! I lean over to the other guys and say, I did it better. (laughs) The iron banded doors swing open wide. When the crowd can first see Nidek, he'll cast uh, Armor of Bones on himself as a uh, one-action focus spell. Like, they just see, like, his bones start to protrude through his skin. His flesh starts to rot. The company we keep. And, um, yeah, so that's what they see when they first see me. (laughs) (laughs) And the crowd goes up when that flashy spell happens. And uh, Zavazek takes advantage of, of the moment and... Look, the skin falls off his bones before your very eyes. Now, combatants, take your places and survive. There are two Urdefans wielding their bows, two Urdefans wielding their Raka swords. At the top of round one, Urdefan three, wielding a bow, goes first. They already have the bow out, so you're just outside the first range increment here. They're going to just start taking shots at you with the longbow. And the hail of arrows that comes to you, 40 to hit. Uh, 40 will hit. And rolls a 10 to overcome the mischance, and that looks like that does it. Alright, so Nidek, you're going to take 13 points of damage as that longbow arrow grazes your flesh and cuts you open a little bit. It doesn't go quite as deep as you expect it would. He resists three of it. Ooh. Wait, how did that happen? My armor of bones. Oh, that's right. Nice. Resistance three to cold, electric, fire, piercing, and slashing. Nice. Wait, hold on. That heightens. That should be nine now. Oh, damn. Because, yeah, it's heightened, increase the resistance by one, heightened plus one. So it's a level three base. 
So you're casting ninth level spells. Yeah, so that's plus six to your three. That is that's nine. That's plus six minutes. That's nine. Okay, so barely any of it appears to actually go through. Damn. Uh, Armor of Bones is really going to help you here. All right, second arrow coming to Nidek. Gets 25 to hit on this one and misses. We're going to go into the third shot here. 17 on the die for a 31. Nope. That takes us over to our Deafen Hunter number one. This is one of our Raka sword wielding hunters. They use their first action to stride, second action to stride again, and the third action to continue closing the distance. They use all three actions to stride 90 feet to get closer to Nidek, holding the Raka sword high in the air and shouting, Nidek, it's your turn. Nidek kind of smirks as this guy charges at him and starts to cast a three-action spell. He'll be casting level 9 Animate Dead. This allows him to animate a level 13 common undead creature. And you know what? Book of the Dead just came out, just got into my hands a couple days ago. And there's a creature called a Vaniver, or Nightwing, and I'm going to be summoning one of those. Damn. So it is a huge creature. A huge creature, huh? Okay. Yep. But this thing looks badass. So I summon him five feet away, or five feet between him and the Erdefin Hunter number one. And that's all three of my actions, but he immediately gets two actions. So he will start out by, uh, what do I do? Let's, let's jaw this guy. Reach 10 feet. 37 to hit him. A 37 hits. Not a crit, though? Not a crit. Okay, so that's going to do, oof, bad roll. 17 piercing damage. 8 cold damage, and I'm assuming he doesn't have any magic on him. Uh, aside from the magical weapons that he's carrying, but no spells. Actually, no, I take that back. They do have innate spells. Not that they can cast, but are, like, active on them right now. Oh, active on them right now? No. No, nothing like that. Okay. So, going to try to dispel his weapon, then? Holy shit, just gets to dispel on a jaw strike? Yep. 3d10 plus 11 piercing, 1d10 cold, and drain magic. Drain magic is an extra action, so this will be a second action. Oh, okay. Got it. The Vaniver's last action was a successful jaw strike against a creature, object, or spell effect. Vaniver casts an innate dispel magic on the same target. Would he have to be attacking the weapon, or is this all the one creature? I would say it's all the one creature. Yeah. Okay. So I need to do a counteract check. Which would just be its spell attack roll. 19 on the die for a 43. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay, so this is a plus one striking Raka sword. So that's going to take away the plus one to attack. Now it's just a Raka sword. (laughs) Now it's just a Raka sword. And what level? Plus one striking is only like level four, right? Yeah, they're they're low level items. Well, because if a spell effect or item is successfully counteracted, the Vaniver gains temporary hit points equal to double the counteract level or the effect that was counteracted. So he'll gain eight temporary hit points. Nice. And that's his turn. Well, then as the uh, the Nightwing goes and bites at the Erdefin here, uh, Zavazek goes, Oh, summoning another creature to help in combat. Does that work, judges? He points over to some, uh, like, a, a coterie of zombies and ghouls all wearing the uh, Red Circus uh, livery. They look at each other and give a thumbs up. Some of their thumbs fall off because they're zombies. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> One of them just kind of falls over a little bit halfway. <laughs> Judges, let it stand. Nidek coming in with some interesting tactics. 
Well, then after Nidex's turn, it's your Deafen Hunter's number number two's turn. Uh, this one is one that is wielding the Rocket Sword, and they're going to use a similar... Uh, they're going to do the exact same thing that the other one did, and is going to close the distance, using all three actions to stride. All right, then after that, Urdefin closes the distance a little bit. We do come over to one of the other Urdefin hunters, a little further in the back. Uses its first action to stride forward a little bit so that it gets within its range increment for the huge Nightwing that Nidek just summoned and is going to attack with its longbow. Roll the nat one on the die. That's gonna miss. And the second one is going to be a 34 to hit. Uh, 34 hits. 34 hits, all right. And that's going to deal the Nightwing 17 points of piercing damage. That's all it is, right? Just straight-up piercing damage? Straight-up piercing damage. Yep. Well, that takes us up to the top of round two. This is our Deafen Hunter number three, another one of the bow users. This one also uh, more than a little perturbed about the presence of the terrifying Nightwing. is going to stride forward with its first action, use its second action to attack with its composite longbow. And again, this is on the Nightwing. Gets a 39 to hit. That'll hit. Dealing 17 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then we'll make another attack roll. This rolls a 7 on the die for a 28 total. No. And after the bow hunter goes, that takes us over to uh, Erdefin Hunter 1. And this is one of the Rockasaur de- uh, wielding ones. The only one that's taken any damage. It starts its turn in that aura, so it has to make what kind of save? Fortitude save. Fortitude save. Its weakest save. Gets a 27 to save. That fails. We'll ignore the negative damage, but it uh, gets pulled 10 feet towards him. And Enfeebled 1. Enfeebled 1. That's going to make a little bit of a difference for the uh, up-front attacker here. And he gets pulled 5 feet closer? Yeah, up next to it. Then uh, the Erdefin Hunter, not needing to use a step action to get closer to the Nightwing here, is going to start chopping at that Nightwing with the Rocka Sword. First attack. Now 26 to hit. Not looking good there. Second attack. A 22 to hit. Also not looking great. Nope. And with a third attack, it's going to actually bite at the Nightwing with its jaws, getting a 20 to hit. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, it just keeps going. Looks, Looks like, like that undead Nightwing, Nightwing is doing Nidex some real mm, bad word selections. Maybe you should write down what you're going to say before you say it. God damn it. All right. Well, then after the... Uh, the Rocket Sword or Deafen Hunter goes. That's going to take us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Okay, first action, we will use um, go with Visions of Weakness, the single action spell for me. Another focus. Ooh, got to do this on you. You're within your creature's aura. Oh, right. Fortitude save. Of course, like the one thing I can roll that will... Uh, uh, I fail. I move 10 feet, cl- I get pulled 10 feet closer to him. <laughs> Free movement. I meant to do that. I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get pulled 10 feet closer to him and I become enfeebled one. Um, but I don't take any damage because I also have negative healing. Well, there you go. But I'm going to use Visions of Weakness. On which Erdefin Hunter? It actually doesn't have any kind of range, so I'm going to go with the, the caster ones in the back. I assume they're all actually the same. Not casters, but uh, archer ones. Oh, the archers. Yeah, and they're all the same stat blocks. Basically, I gotta know if they have any weaknesses and their their lowest saving throw. 
Uh, as far as weaknesses are concerned, the Urdefin Hunters have uh, weakness positive 12. The weakness to positive damage. Their lowest save is their fortitude save. Okay. And that does put me into my moderate curse. So the audience gets to see even more rotting flesh. I become drained one. Look at all those things on me. Jesus. Jesus. Those so many fucking effects. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Uh, second action, I will uh, sustain my animate undead. All right. Which will give him two actions. And he will continue to beat here on Herdefin Hunter number one. This time we will do a Talon. So that'll be another 37 to hit. That'll hit. 22 regular damage. 22, all right. Four cold damage. And then grab. Then action for grab? Well, it says and grab. Which means, yeah, you got to spend an action so on it. So it's an action to grab? Yep. If it was improved grab, it's free. So then, yes, he will use an action to grab. All right. Grabbing our deaf and hunter number one. And that's his turn? So I have, well, yeah, that's his turn. I have one more action. I don't know if it'll do any, make any difference, but he'll try to intimidate her deafen number two. Oh, okay. Doesn't have any special things for intimidate, so this is just a nope. 29 against his will DC. That will absolutely fail. Not critically fail. I don't think it matters for intimidate. Though. It doesn't matter. Um, and I'm done. Then after Nidek goes, Zavizek is uh, is going to shout out as, you know, more skin starts peeling off of Nidek's body. The Urdefans haven't even touched him, and it looks like he's dying before our very eyes. That's going to take us over to Urdefan Hunter number two. It's beginning its turn in this aura, so we're going to make a fortitude save first. Bad. 23. That is a failure. All right, so that gives him the enfeebled condition. Yep, and then gets pulled 10 feet. 10 feet closer. Yikes. I said 10 to 4, but he can only move 5, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. So as the Erdefin the Hunter number 2 with the Raka Sword gets pulled closer to uh, this Nightwing creature, it is going to actually ignore it. And as it skids closer to the creature, it then uses its first action to stride towards Nidek and works his way around to get around the backside of Nidek. And then with his, second act, with his second action is going to strike with the Raka Sword, getting a 33 to hit. Uh, no. And uh, then the second swing here, bad, 23 to hit. Nope. Okay, then uh, with some growling, that takes us over to our Deafen Hunter number four. This is one of our archers in the back. Uh, they're going to continue to rain arrows down on the Nightwing. First attack... 39 to hit. That'll hit. That deals 13 points of damage. And we're just going to throw all these down. 35 to hit on the second attack. That'll hit. And a 31 on the third. That'll miss. Okay, so then the second attack hits for 16 points of piercing damage. Okay. That takes us up to the top of round three. Other archer, also going to continue to rain arrows down on this Nightwing. We've got a 43 to hit. Jesus. God, I rolled rocks on all those, didn't I? Ugh. Hit it with all three. Hit it with all three and no crit? But no crits. Ah, oh, I must have missed it by one with the 43. Uh, yes. Damn. Yep. It's got 34 AC. So that's three hits on the Nightwing. Three arrows pierce this creature for a total of 35 damage between the three arrows. 
And that takes us over to our Deafen Hunter number one. This is the one that is currently being grabbed by the Nightwing. It's going to use his first action, actually, to attempt to escape. Can you use acrobatics to escape? Yes. You can. Yes. You can use athletics, acrobatics, or your base melee. That's what it is. All right, so the, for the escape attempt, they're going to get a 30. All right, no, it, it fails. Then they're going to continue to struggle against it to try to uh, get out. And the second attempt, because it has the attack trait, is going to be at a minus 5. Rolled really badly on the last one. Oh, nat 20. So a 39, does that beat its athletics DC? Yes. Okay. Uh, so that's a critical success on that. The critical su- success on an escape means they can stride five feet as well. So they're actually going to start making their way around the creature slowly. Uh, but that is two of its actions. It's going to have to use its third action to try to make a, uh, an attack with the rocket sword here, which is exactly what it's going to do. 27 to hit the night one. Uh, no. Okay. Well, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. First action, I'll just sustain this guy. He'll get his two attacks in on this thing. I think I'm done playing with the old grab thing and whatever. Since he doesn't have three actions, it makes it, I mean, he doesn't get to do his third thing that he would. Too bad he doesn't have improved grab. If they escape, that is. Yeah, but they have three actions to try to escape if they want to. Uh, 39 to hit hunter number one. 39 hits. So he'll bite him for 24 total damage. My D10s have sucked. And then 32 to hit. A 32 does not hit. That's his two actions. My two actions. How close is everybody? The, like, spectators and everything? Let's just say not close enough to make a difference, most likely. Yeah, no, that, that'll be just fine. Yeah, I mean, I'll drop it somewhere like that. So I'll hit three of the four of them. Looks like we got a big old burst spell going off here. What you casting? Uh, so it's going to be a, a moon burst, level 7. So I need DC 38 reflex saves from all of them. Okay. Well, this is going really badly for them. Natural 1 in the first for a critical failure. And the other two get a 35 and a 30, respectively. Uh, yeah, that is not good for them. Not at all. Now, I think we ruled they're technically not undead. They're not undead. That's correct. They have negative healing, but they're not undead. Yeah, I, I, I wish the wording of this was a little bit different, because it's plus 8d10 additional positive damage, but only two undead creatures, not creatures that have necessarily negative healing. The ones that failed took 44. The one that critically failed takes 88. 88. And which one critically failed? Hunter, Hunter four. 4. Yep. Yeah, he's blind. Blinded? Great. The archer is blinded. Wow. I found uh, that. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Oh, wait, no, that's right. Hold on, hold on, that's right. Moonburst does not double on critical failure. Oh, it does the blinded on a critical failure. It does the blinded and does not double. I forget that. Yeah, it's like the downfall of it. And that's both of my other two actions, so I'm done. All right. Then after Nidek, that's going to take us over to Erdefin Hunter number two. This is the one that is up in Nidek's grill. It's going to use its first action to actually try to make a bite attack on Nidek. Sure he wants to do that? Yes. The 29 to hit won't do it. Nope. Then with its second action, we'll try to attack with the Rocket Sword. 32 hit? No. Well, then with a third attack here, they are going to try biting again with a 19 to hit. 
Man, I'm almost rooting for the poor guy. Jeez. No, this <laughs> is not going well. Uh, that takes us over to the blind Erdefin Hunter. Uh, drops their bow and uh, holds their hands to their eyes and starts screaming. That's a free action. The second actually draws their Raka sword and then starts running in the direction of the fight. Is that half speed because you, you're blind? I think you're right, actually. Blinding. I thought so. All normal terrain is difficult terrain to you. You are correct. So they only charge forward 15 feet out of their 30-foot movement. That takes us over to uh, the Erdefin Hunter bowman that is not blind. They're going to keep doing what they've been doing. Except for this time, things are looking a little more, maybe a little more uh, drastic. And they're going to use, with their first action, double shot. So they get two attacks with the composite longbow using double shot. And they get a 39 and a 45, respectively. Uh, the 45's a crit. That's a crit. So 18 on the regular hit. And the crit, because the longbow has the deadly die, deals 32 points of damage. So that's a total of 50 on two arrows. Okay. And then with the second and third action, oh, nat 20 on the second attack. Does a 36 hit? That'll be a crit. That's a crit as well. All right. Another critical hit on the Nightwing here for 19 points of damage. Holy crap, I rolled three ones on that. Two crits is two crits. Third action to make another attack. This one only gets 28 to hit on the Nightwing. Well, I mean, I rolled like freaking rocks for the first handful, so I had to stop yeah. at some point. At some point, I had to turn off my cheating module there. All right, that takes us over to our Def and Hunter number one. This is the one that is currently in combat with the Nightwing and uh, is going to use its first action to attack with the Rocka Sword. Ugh, natural two on the die. That's going to miss. Second attack to make a Jaws attack. 34 to hit. Jesus fucking yes. Yeah, all right. That's going to deal 19 points of piercing damage. And then with their third action, they're going to use a special ability called Wicked Bite. And if it damaged a creature with its jaw strike on the last action, let's see, the Erdefin maintains contact, turning the creature's flesh translucent around the site of the injury. Uh, it gets one of two options, but either option means that the Nightwing has to make a fortitude save. So go ahead and do that. Versus disease or poison? Neither. Neither? Okay. 38. A 38 is a success. So uh, it doesn't actually get the effect. It was going to try to drain blood from the Nightwing from the bite, but because they succeeded, there is no effect. It's undead. It doesn't have blood. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why it didn't work. Well, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Yeah, these guys are starting to piss me off. You're actually starting to make progress on our Defend Hunter number one, though. Yeah, we'll start off by doing two attacks on him. Okay. 33. God, I cannot roll. Yikes. 33 does miss. Using one of my hero points. Well, I guess technically. Uh, do, do our hero points from Friday carry over? I never used one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's go into the combat. You Let's gave us one. Glad. Yeah, I did. You gave us one, but never actually. We didn't do much. <laughs> we didn't do much of anything. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you two going into this. How about a 34? A 34 does hit. Hero point used to great success. Uh, 34 damage, because I actually rolled above a 2 on my D10s. That yeah, went pretty well for you. Its teeth sink into our Defen Hunter number 1. It is looking really not good. And then he will use a wing attack with the second attack. 31. 31 will miss. And then for my two actions, 
Uh, heal the Nightwing for 101 hit points. Shit. <laughs> That'll keep it in the fight. Was it looking really down on HP? Been kind of getting rocked this um, round. That last round hurt it a lot. Yeah, it's the two criticals to do it. That's my turn. Well, then after Nidek, that takes us over to our Deafen Hunter number two. This is the one that is on uh, Nidek and is going to use its actions to just start making swings. Thinks it needs to take you down quickly, given what it's seen you do now. First attack, ugh, 27 to hit. Nope. Second attack, 35 to hit. No. Gross. And then a third attack, 29. Nope. Just swing, swing, swing. So these things are not doing very well, in that regard at least. Let's see, that takes us over to our Deafen Hunter number four. This is the blinded, the blinded hunter making their way across the field. They only get to move three move actions here. And they start to get closer. And they unintentionally stumble into the aura of this Nightwing as well. Then after that round, we're up to round five. It's going to take us over to our only bow hunter who's been doing work on this Nightwing. Use that first action for the hunted shot or the double shot action. Uh, 28 to hit. No. And then a 37 to hit. Mm, yes. Okay, so the 37 is going to deal 14 points of damage and then use its second and third actions to continue shooting. We're going to get a 28 and then a 26. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to fail on that. The bow or deafened hunter is not as effective in that round, but still laying the arrows into the Nightwing. All right, that's going to take us over to our Deafen Hunter number one. This is the one that has been up close and personal with the Nightwing. It sees some of the wounds that it's caused on the Nightwing and some of the arrows that have gone into it, those close. And it realizes that Nidex has been back there casting spells to heal this thing up. So it uses its first action to stride around the Nightwing to get in flanking position with his buddy. And then is going to start making attacks. So first attack against a flat-footed Nidex. 32 to hit. No. Flat-footed or not, doesn't look like they can do it. Third attack, this time is a jaw strike. Ooh, another 32 to hit. They just can't hit you, man. Although, Nidek, you are now being flanked. It's your turn. Um, okay, I'll give him his action. Because you know what? I might be flanked, but so is Hunter number one. They did put himself into a flanking position. That is correct. So we'll start out here with, uh, you know... Talon doesn't really make a difference. They're all the same damage. 34 to hit his flat foot. A 34 hits. He will do 23 damage. Uh, wing attack him. 30 against his flat footed. 30 will miss. This dude has a ridiculous to hit against these things, and I can't roll it above like a 7. Which is exactly what you need on your first attack. Alright, well, that's the Night Wing. What you got, Nidek? My two. God, do I try to make a roll? I'm going to use Moonlight Ray on Hunter 1 to see if we can try to kill something. All right. 36 to hit. A 36 hits. He's going to take 35 damage. And the Moonlight Ray blasts through the chest of the Yerdefin Hunter and little bits and pieces of uh, its burned flesh spray from it. And it falls to its knees and hits the dirt gladiatorial floor. And the crowd, seeing the first death of this match. Hopefully they go faster than that going forward. (laughs) Okay, um, I'm done. 
Then after Nidek, that's going to take us over to over to the one that has been focusing on Nidek, kind of around the backside there, as best he can. <laughs> Hasn't hit Nidek yet. <laughs> fucking hit you for shit, but he's been trying. Oh, he trying. Uh, first attack uh, with the Rocket Sword. Uh, 37. That's still a miss. That's still a miss. Holy shit. <laughs> got, you would have had your flanking. Damn it. Ah, so you killed that one just in time. Okay. Well, the first attack's a miss on that. Uh, it's going to go in with uh, and just keep swinging. These guys are getting frustrated. And we know this likely isn't going to go well. Second attack misses. Third attack misses. That takes us over to the blind Erdefin. It's the beginning of his turn, and he's just found himself in this aura unwittingly. So he's going to make a fortitude save against the Nightwing here. Gets a 37. Uh, that passes. 37 passes, so it doesn't get drugged closer at all? Correct. Got to use his first action to stride 15 feet forward since everything's difficult terrain. Use its second action to make a perception check to seek to try to find a combatant to attack. How loud are being? Could it possibly fail? <laughs> uh... Yeah, it could if it rolled a one, but it it doesn't it doesn't fail. It gets a thirty-seven after a fifteen on the die. There, it's actually going to because it can't see exactly what it's doing. Obviously, it's going to use its third action to stride over to the night wing, intending to take it on. But that's the end of its turn, and that takes us up to the top of round six. This is uh, the or Deafen Hunter in the back with the bow, still doing work. First action for a double shot on the Nightwing, getting a 27 and a 39 to hit. Uh, missing hit. All right, so the first, the, the hit there is going to deal 14 points of damage, and then the second and third actions to make two more composite longbow shots, getting misses on both of them, sub 30. That takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Okay, start off, what round are we in? Six. That is going to start getting important soon. <laughs> Is it? The anime dead only lasts one minute, so... Oh, really? Okay. So the Nightwing might actually disappear soon. So does my armor of bones. Um, but he's going to take two attacks at hunter number four. Okay, this is the one that's blind. Yep, so he's automatically flat-footed. You got it. You should already count it in. Got a seven. It's a 34. A 34 hits, though. Just barely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some more ones on my D10s, 24 damage. Yuck. But damage is damage. And then a wing attack. Fucking. It's a miss. Okay. 31 miss. misses. Yep. <laughs> misses the flat-footed DC. You've been flat-footed. We're just going to go with another moonlight ray against this guy that's right next to me. Or no, we'll, we'll, con- we'll concentrate on Hunter 4. Oh, going on Hunter 4? I, re- I, realize, I realize he's blind, but... Easier to hit. Right. 41 to hit him. That'll hit. This is a level... This is a level 8 Moonlight Ray. Well, this is going to hurt, isn't it? Oh, that's a lot of D6s. It's a lot of 1s and 2s. 2s and 1s. Holy crap. 41 on 15 D6. All right. 41. Trying to make it as fast as possible, but these rolls are not fucking helping. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. They don't help at all. Uh, All right. Well, that takes us over to our Def and Hunter number 2. This is the one that's still trying its best to attack Nidek. Really not going so well for him, but they're going to keep going. Uh, First, we're just going to do them all. We've got a 24 to hit, a 37 to hit, and a 17 to hit. A 37 almost gets there. Almost. 19 on that, too. 
Well, it is a second attack, so... Well, I, that means I have to roll a 20 on attack 2 and 3 in order to hit you. Correct. That is... Well, I mean, level 12 creatures versus a level 17 PC. That makes a difference. That takes us over to our blinded or deafen. You hear the one that's that's been attacking you say, Ignore the giant flying creature. Help me get this little bastard. So our deafened hunter number four is going to use its first action to seek to try to get exactly pinpoint where Nidek is. Rolls 19 on the dice. That'll do it. Uh, then uses its second action to stride forward after identifying which square Nidek is in. And then its third action to attack Nidek with flanking. It gets a 32 to hit. No. That won't do it. All right. Well, that's its turn. That takes us over to the top of round seven here. Get back to our bow or deafens. Going to start taking shots at the Nightwing again. Double shot with the first action. Ooh, nat 20 on the die. And then a 37. So that's a crit and a hit. All right. Then the first. Sure, you can roll above a 10. <laughs> first one, the crit's going to deal 38 points of damage. And the regular hit is going to deal 13 points of damage to the Nightwing. Okay. Second and third action for some more shots. 23 and 27. Both misses. Nidek, we're in round seven. It is your turn. Uh, Give him two actions to attack hunter number four. Hey, it's over a 10. (laughs) It hits. Yep, it does. It hits. I know we only need an eight on the die to hit this thing to hit. It's the other other one that I need to... Second one I need to be in there. 33 damage. 33 damage. Starting to wear this one down. Then a little wing wing attack. Two 12s in a row. Things are looking better. 35 to hit. 35 hits. I think that's the first time I've hit twice in a row for another 32 damage. All right. So it takes that damage. The crowd on the, on the bite's like, ooh, and then the wing comes across it and just chops this thing right in half. And then the blood of this Erdefin Hunter spatters all over the sands. And the crowd cheering again. Zavizek's in the background just, ooh, the Erdefin Hunter's numbers have been cut in half. Literally! And then for me, I am, let's see, I think I need it's a fortitude save from Hunter number two. Then we're going to get a 30 on that fortitude save. As a failure, he is going to be healed. Oh no. And take 40 damage. Ah, that weakness makes it take an additional 12 and tendrils of smoke start rising from the flesh that you touch with your healing hand. Is that just a single action? No, it's the two action one. To... Oh, that was two. Okay. Well, that takes us over to number, or definite hunter number two there, who is right now screeching in pain from the positive energy that you just dealt it. And it, with its first action, sheathes his rocket sword, draws out his longbow with his second action, and then tries to shoot you right in the face with it. Oh, okay. Is there any negative for shooting while you're in melee range? Aside from provoking, so. if, if you could. So it's going to be using its, uh, after all that, third action to attack with the composite longbow on Nidek. 35 to hit? No. Yeah, damn. All right, well, that's its turn. It takes us over to the top of round eight. Starting to get to the end of that summon spell here. But our deaf and hunter number three is going to keep raining arrows on that Nightwing for a 29 and a 37 to hit. Uh, 37 hits. 
Okay. And then for the third, second and third action, we get a 29 and a 22. So it looks like four arrows and one hit, dealing 13 points of piercing damage to the Nightwing. Oh, okay. That takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Okay, I'll give this guy two actions. He's going to wing attack hunter number two. The wing attack has a 15-foot reach. It does? I was going to say, does that work? But yeah, yeah, it does. 36 to hit. That'll hit. And then 36 damage. 36 damage. All right, let's see. Number two. 34. 34 on a second wing attack. That'll hit. Yep. Or another 30 damage. Another 30. That takes that, or Deafen Hunter number two, the one that just can't hit you for the life of it, down to the bloodied condition. I need a fortitude save from him. Uh, gets a 26. That is a critical failure. Ooh, all right. What we got here? We got 17 on 5d8, but that's going to get doubled all the way up to 46 damage. And what what spell is this? Ooh, uh, this is a fifth level heal. Fifth level heal. All right. With the fifth level heal, that means it takes the double damage and the weakness applies. So that 17 actually turns into 46 damage. And that's my turn. Between the wing attacks and the negative healing, that kills our Deafen Hunter number two. Get him. And it burns and writhes and falls to the ground and the crowd goes up in a loud cheer. Nadek holds his arms up. He's loving it. God, it's so good. They're absolutely digging this. Well, that takes us over to the top of round nine. This, uh... Then Nidek turns and points at the last one. Nidek! 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 <laughs> All right. So at the top of round nine, uh, the Lasser Deafen Hunter's eyes go wide and in a little bit of a frenzy realizes that maybe they need to take a little bit more time to take down this Nightwing. They focus with their first action and use an attack called Deadly Aim instead of just dropping two arrows with the attack. Using Deadly Aim, oh, that gets only a 29 to hit. Nope. And it goes wide. The crowd is really starting to get to that last hunter. So they use their second and their third actions to take more shots. We get a 29 and a 37. Uh, 37 will hit. For a total of 15 points of piercing damage. Oh, okay. It's your turn. So it is round nine, correct? Yes. I think you get this round and the next round before the summon goes. Well, then he just does the scary loony thing and flies right up in this guy's grill. Because <laughs> he's got a 60-foot fly speed. But that is both of his actions. Got it. So two actions for it to get up there. And then for myself, I'm going to cast a another Moonlight Ray. Got a 120-foot reach, so I can reach him. Beautiful. Ooh. Gonna use that other hero point. <laughs> yeah, good call. Two on the dice won't do it. And get a 37 to hit. That does hit. And some slightly better D6s for 50 damage. 50 damage, all right. That one actually almost exactly cuts this one to down to the half-bloodied condition. And I'm done. Then after Nidek, that takes us over to Ordefin Hunter 3, who is currently being loomed on hard at the top of round 10 by this Nightwing. Uses its first action to take a five-foot step back. And then it's second action to do a double shot. Just two longbow attacks with a 35 and then a 45 to hit. That is a hit and a crit. All right. So the normal hit will deal 19 points of damage and the crit will deal 31 points of damage to the Nightwing. Okay. 
How's that thing looking for health? Um, not good. <laughs> if, if I hadn't healed it, it'd be dead. Oh, man. Well, that is our Deaf and Hunter 3's end of their turn. Nidek, round 10, last round of the Nightwing. It's your turn. So we'll sustain for a double wing attack. Only get a 33. 33 will miss. But how about a 41? 41 does it. Man, I've got a fucking plus 27, and I can't fucking crit these things. Does it have a special ability when you crit it? I feel like it does. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It just really should be. It does double damage, and <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> that, that would be nice. Uh, 31 damage, Jim. All right. Last level 8 Moonlight Ray. 34 to hit. <laughs> that hits on the nose. Or 58. Damn, there's some D8s. There, 58 that's... 58 damage. That does better. That does better. Uh, that moonlight ray just cuts through this Erdefin Hunter's shoulder, and it is going down to one knee. It's almost dead. And for its turn, at the top of round 11, it throws down its longbow, and with its first action, draws the Raka sword. And in uh, foolish courage and one last-ditch effort, charges this Nightwing. Wait, doesn't it disappear? Uh, it's sustained up to one minute. So it'll basically, it'll be here physically until the beginning of your round, and then it disappears. That sounds right. Okay. So? so that means the Ordefin Hunter, not knowing that, obviously, uh, is going to drop its bow, use its first action to draw out its Raka sword, step up to this Nightwing, this huge undead winged monstrosity and shout defiance at it and swing with the rocket sword getting a 43 to hit uh yeah not a crit though not a crit well it'll deal 17 points of slashing damage does not kill it but then it winks out of existence they're definitely holding the rocket swords looking really confused and looking around and the crowd starts going yeah you might have a chance but it is Nidex's turn. He doesn't have a chance. <laughs> Just because I can, we're gonna we're gonna Moonlight Burst him instead of Moonlight Ray. So he gets a reflex DC. I guess he could critically succeed, but doesn't and fails doesn't. with a twenty nine. So he takes eight d ten cold damage. Fifty one. Wow, your best rolls yet. It had seven hit points left, so this Moon Burst hits it right in its center, and it just. Out, it screams as its body is overtaken by this light. When it clears, there's just nothing but a pile of dust, and a rocket sword clatters to the to the gladiatorial ground. And Nidek is the only one left standing. And the crowd stands, and they all begin cheering. And they do. They start cha- chanting, "Nidek, Nidek!" Oh, look at that! Well, it looks like our dead, living, it's uncertain, Nidek wins against the Odefin Hunters. Everyone give the little guy a round of applause. Nidek's bowing and just putting his arms up, just kind of like spinning, looking at everybody. Just He's just soaking it in. He's loving it. <laughs> and you've got, you've got skeletons that are in the, in the crowd throwing out their ribs, like a piece of their ribs, just wanting Nidek to take a piece of themselves with them. Is that like the equivalent of throwing their panties? That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> the hit bones hit the, hit the dirt, the dirt floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an important bone. You need to keep that. 
He picks up a rib and uses it like a back scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) So that gladiatorial fight against the Erdefin clan, or the Erdefin hunters, earns you two influence points. You're so brave, you're so strong, and two influence points. If only we had any idea what that meant. Will our other two gladiatorial contests go just as well? Find out next time as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.